Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. No, pay no, no, pay no attention. Pay no attention to uh, the man behind the LLCs. Pay no attention. It doesn't matter. I, here you go. Here's an email. Um, Denny, who is apparently uh, affiliated with the little guy LLC. I don't know if that's quite as. I don't know if that's quite as scary. No. Anyway, uh, Denny says, what would it take for the documented payments from European and Chinese companies or any of the other Biden family hijinks to constitute bribery by any chance, i.e. grounds for impeachment? That, well, to me, you know me, I am about a uh, consistent application of standards. And so, yeah, impeach his ass. Absolutely. Sorry. I mean, I don't mean to be too graphic there or anything. I'm talking about his donkey. Is the fam- yeah, the Biden family donkey. Um, that's who they impeached. Right. Seriously. That, Im- not the donkey, but no, seriously, impeachment. Yes, that's, that's what this needs to go towards. I Look, I don't like it any more than you do. But this is where we are. This is the new normal, right? We blew up all the norms with Donald Trump. And we impeached him twice, right? Just for good measure. Now you you went after him in the uh, in the in the court trials and such. You got the civil cases. You're you're looking into all this stuff. Like you are going to and to see the reaction from the left today. Like they're like, oh, thank God, we got justice today. Like they've won something because Donald Trump lost this civil case. Like he will forever be known as a, a an abuser. Yeah, you guys already knew that. Didn't you? Right. I mean, the people who were so, who were so outraged, I mean, not at Bill Clinton, you know, grabbing people and doing things with certain body parts. But the guy who said that they let you do that, that was right. You were so shocked at that at the Access Hollywood tape that this is going to take him out. We're so happy he said this thing. Um, and then it didn't. And you guys keep. Wanting to, like, try to shame people on the right about, I can't believe you would vote for such an immoral person. Again, your standards, a consistent application of the standard. We are now going by the standard that none of that matters, right? That was the Clintonian standard. You guys set it. You set it, and you won. You won. Congratulations. Right? Give yourselves a round of applause for that. You won. And so now people differentiate between one's personal life and their ability to to do the job in their public life, right? Your standard. So that's why it didn't matter to me your arguments and lamentations about Donald Trump's lack of ethics. Didn't matter because you clearly didn't care about that when it was your guy. So obviously you're just making a bad faith argument now. And what you're relying on is for your opponents to hold a higher standard than you do. 
So you can then gain control. You can then gain power. So um, this, too, is now the new standard. Impeachments all around for everybody. Impeachments. I Look, like I see this thing with uh, George Santos. George Santos. You want to, okay, you want to charge him with some stuff? You want to impeach him? You want to get him thrown out? You want to throw him in jail? Whatever. Okay. Hey, I'm I'm not one who's going to stand up here and say, oh, no, no, we should let elected officials break the law. <laughs> no, you're not going to get any argument from me. I, uh, I don't intend to ever spend any kind of real time or do any business in jurisdictions with left-wing populations, right? Like if... Because, like, what I'm looking at with the lay of the land in the judiciary is I'm starting to wonder about getting fair jury trials. I'm starting to get concerned about that, considering all of the stories I see about the cases in the J6 prosecutions, right, the Trump uh, uh, grand juries and such. I'm starting to I'm starting to grow concerned about that. Um, I don't know why anybody would do any kind of business in any kind of you know, highly blue jurisdiction, um, especially if you're in some sort of uh, line of work where you might be, you know, drawing some political uh, coverage or flack, I should say. But George Santos, um, like, I I don't even understand. This is a guy, like, to me, obviously totally and completely corrupted uh, in all senses of the word and all definitions of that word morally ethically uh, but I mean just lies about everything and I've known people like this in my life and so the I, I cannot explain why they did what they did they would just lie about everything little things things of no consequence no importance and they would just lie about them and then when you would catch them in the lie they would lie about lying which was then even more frustrating, and I realized this is just who they are. They're just a liar. And so I I didn't bother myself with them any longer. Um, like, we, uh, yeah, we, we, we kicked one of them. There were two different occasions. One of them uh, kicked out of the house. He was one of our roommates. Kicked him out because he got caught in lies. And then while, while being confronted with the lie... He turns and starts whispering under his breath to the person who ratted him out, saying, just back me up on this. Just go with me on this. <laughs> just, just go with me on this. Like, what, what are you even talking about right now? <laughs> like, we just heard you say that. <laughs> uh, that was the most obvious one. We kicked him out right away. And then the other one just, we, we told him, like, you're not going to be on the lease when we renew. And so he left on his own. But that, like, two different times. Just really bizarre, really bizarre habitual liars. And I suspect that's what George Santos is. He faced outrage and mockery over a litany of fabrications about his heritage, his education, his professional pedigree, um, his volleyball prowess, like all of this stuff. And now he got charged with federal criminal offenses uh, from the Eastern District of New York. Um and I think now we have seen, hang on, when I printed this story, um, oh, yeah, Ikifu says he compartmentalizes. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. Like, and I don't know how you do that, and, and I don't know how you keep all the lies straight. Not that I'm suggesting George Santos <laughs> did so, because it's obvious he did not. But um, apparently, Santos didn't even know that the charges were coming. Um, he has admitted to lying about having Jewish ancestry. That was a really weird one, right? Where he talked about his his ancestors who fled the Holocaust, and he's a Roman Catholic, and yeah, from Long Island, North Shore of Long Island, I want to say. And um, he uh, he lied about his ancestry being Jewish and fleeing the Holocaust. And then he said something like, oh, I never I never meant to lie about being a Jew. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, well, when you say your Jewish family fled the Holocaust, then, yeah, you're you're kind of saying you have some Jewish heritage, there, right? <laughs> that fled the Holocaust. Um Lied about a Wall Street background, college degrees, his history as a star volleyball player. Serious questions about his finances, though, also serviced, and that's what that's what is going to get that's what's going to get him. Follow the money, right? And I suspect that's going to be the problem for the Biden crime family as well. Um, you know, how did you get all of this money? How did you make these loans to your own uh, account or your own campaign, right? How did how did you fund this stuff? The books don't match, right? People have got questions. He has resisted calls to resign and uh, actually just announced that he was going to run for re-election because why not? He said his lies about his life story, which included telling people he had jobs at several global financial firms and a lavish real estate portfolio. He said these were all just harmless embellishments of his resume. In his filings, though, with the FEC, Federal Elections Commission, Santos initially said he loaned his campaign and related political action committees about three quarters of a million dollars. Money he claimed came from a family company. However, the wealth necessary to make those loans seems to have emerged from nowhere. In a financial disclosure statement filed with the clerk of the U.S. House in 2020, Santos said he had no assets and an annual income of 55k his company was called the defrauder or i'm sorry the devolder organization devolder i don't know what the maybe i'll google it. maybe i'll look up what what does that word actually mean d e v o l d e r devolder devolder i wonder if that's another word for like liar <laughs> Uh, it wasn't incorporated until spring of 2021. Yet last September, he filed another financial disclosure form reporting that the new company incorporated in Florida had paid him $750,000 a year salary in each of the last two years, plus a million to $5 million in dividends. But if the company didn't exist, how is it paying you? <laughs> ah, whoops. Now, the wisdom of the crowd, the wisdom of the masses, which is that uh, you could be the smartest person in the crowd individually, but you're not going to be smarter than the crowd because there are obviously more people. They have more wisdom among all of themselves, right? All of their brains together, they ha- they're they going to be smarter than the one individual. Okay, here's an, a good example of it. A tweet from Ikifu who says, well, she links to MSN.com, the Wikipedia Entry, a typo written, <laughs> so lots of typos in this biographical page for um, a user called Anthony DeVolder, 
was an alias formerly used by Representative George Santos, and it claimed he acted alongside Uma Thurman in the film The Invasion. That's what I mean, just the lies that are obviously disprovable. People who tell obviously easily disprovable lies. It's a, it's amazing. So that's where the name DeVolder comes from, or it, he just liked it or something. It is a, there are family names. I just did a quick search, and there are people uh, sort of in like the Northeast area, DeVolder. Uh, there was a name, dates back to like the mid-1800s or something. So there are some people with the last name DeVolder. I don't know why he adopted this, but Anthony DeVolder, D-E-V-O-L-D-E-R, and then that's what he named his company, DeVolder Organization, the DeVolder Organization, or the D-O. Um, and that's apparently what they're going after him for, where you know he's siphoning all of this money out of that, uh, out of that entity. I did think it was interesting that he said he was not aware of the impending charges uh, against him and told uh, the Associated Press, quote, you are the, uh, he says, you are the first people to call me about this. This is news to me. But then again, it's it's George Santos, so you don't know. Is that true or not? I don't know. There's no way to tell. There's just no way to tell. Um, meanwhile, the other story that the media is focusing on, so this way they don't have to tell you at all about the Joe Biden crime family Uh, press conference that occurred today is that a jury has ordered Donald Trump to pay $5 million in damages to E. Jean Carroll because he defamed her and apparently sexually abused her. He has now been ordered to pay $5 million in damages, but jurors dismissed her rape claims. This was a civil trial. So not, he's not going to jail. There was no criminal charges brought. And the standard of proof is a preponderance of the evidence. In other words, 50% plus one, whatever that one is. It could be 0.1, it could be 1%, 0. 0.0001%, whatever. Whatever it takes to tip that scale ever so slightly in one direction towards the, yeah, he did it, we're going to side with the plaintiff in the case. That's the civil standard. It's not beyond a reasonable doubt. And remember, there's no such standard as beyond a shadow of a doubt. That is not a standard in law. Okay, so the nine-person jury, only nine of them, reached the decision unanimously after close to three hours of deliberation. E. Jean Carroll, a former Elle magazine columnist, accused Trump of raping her in a department store in the mid-90s in the lingerie section. A very vivid story, she told, that tracked very closely to a story that appeared on Law & Order. Bum, bum. Which was ripped from the headlines. A show, by the way, that she says she apparently never saw, but she was also a fan of. She watched a lot of these crime shows, but she, she claimed she never saw that one. Now, Trump denied the accusations, called them all a hoax, called her a liar. Jurors determined that while there was not a preponderance of evidence to prove that Trump raped her, there was enough evidence to prove that he sexually abused her. Not really sure how. But also that he defamed her when she stepped forward with her claims. He now has to pay 
a total of five million, two million for the sex abuse, one point seven million for the reputation repair damages, and one million for malice and injury related to the defamation. And then I believe Trump went on to his social, uh, his uh, Truth Social website and continued to defame her. So I'm sure that's going to work out very well for him. But um, I do have some questions about their legal strategy. All right, now you've heard me talk about them. Old Grouch's military surplus. They're expanding with more ways to get your hands on authentic U.S. military surplus items. Go to oldgrouch.com. Check out the links for the online auctions for rare finds and the vintage shop. Unique, really cool items from modern tactical gear to historical collectibles. Tim at Old Grouch's is always finding new stuff. When I started the podcast at the beginning of the pandemic, my first advertiser was Old Grouch's. If you enjoy the show and derive any value from it, I'm hoping that you will consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible. Lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor. There really is something for everyone at Old Grouch's Military Surplus in beautiful downtown Clyde and online at oldgrouch.com. All right, I have some questions about the Trump team's legal strategy, okay? So if you're trying to determine the truthiness of sexual misconduct allegations, especially if it's from a long time ago, right? It's always like a a he said, she said, or he said, he said, she said, she said. I'm not trying to microaggress anybody here. But in the civil case brought by Trump, uh, brought against Trump, rather, by E. Jean Carroll, the plaintiff's lawyer, so Carroll's lawyer, said there wasn't even a, a he said because Donald Trump never looked at the jury, never looked him in the eye and denied it. Tiana Lowe Dosher, or Dasher, writing at the Washington Examiner, she says, although the defendants of criminal trials often declined to testify, Trump not only made the rare and questionable decision not to take the stand in the case against Carroll, he didn't even show up at court. Uh, once again, he didn't have to, Right. He didn't have to. There's, you know, although it's a civil proceeding, like, but there isn't, like, there's not this risk of, you know, self-incrimination for a a criminal charge or something like that because he's not charged criminally. But he didn't even show up in court. He took, he he did a deposition that got filmed late last year. And the most obvious defense, she says, was that even a moronic rapist would not consider a dressing room in a busy department store in New York City, a wise scene for a crime. But the problem was he, he, he presented himself as terribly unprepared. And maybe he thought this was just like another one of the debate performances where you don't really have to prep that sort of thing. I don't know. But there, is, there was only one piece of evidence that proves Trump met this woman, ever. And it was this photograph. Have you, and you've probably heard about the photo by now, right? It was a photo of Donald Trump, along with his first wife, Ivana Trump. And they were, as is described in this Washington Examiner piece, gaily conversing, which to say happily conversing in today's day and age. They were just, they were, they're chatting, having a good time chatting with E. Jean Carroll and Carroll's then husband, John Johnson. 
I've always wondered about that name. Like, your last name is Johnson and you go with John. Like, you realize their name is John Johnson. You realize that, right? Did you run out of names? There are a lot of names out there to choose from. Like, John is already in the last name. It's our, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, well, it's like Pete Peterson, Peter Peterson, same thing. Um, Trump's team knew ahead of time that this was going to be the only piece of evidence that would undercut Donald Trump's claim that he had never met this woman, didn't know who she was. Okay. And the Trump lawyers knew that in public, Donald Trump has said that this woman, E. Jean Carroll, is not his type. It's not his type. And I'm sure in Donald Trump's mind, that is a perfectly reasonable thing to say. <laughs> that is a perfectly reasonable defense. Look, I'm not even into the brunettes. I don't even care for the for the ones over six foot two or like whatever. Like in his mind, I'm sure this is a, t- a totally legitimate thing to say. And when people hear him say it, they would be like, oh, oh, yeah, of course, he's got a type. He would totally never rape a woman that's not his type. Now, I just got to tell you, from from my perspective, mm, no, N- that now, not that doesn't matter. If you are a predator, I'm not saying Donald Trump is. I'm just saying if you are a rapist, if you're a predator, right? You're going to go and you're going to seize an opportunity to go after some woman while she's in the dressing room at a busy department store. Then I don't know if the type matters so much. Now, I do understand that, you know, serial killers, you know, they, they tend to go towards a certain victim MO kind of thing or, or profile. I do understand that. But if that's going to be your argument, if you're going to hang your hat on this, that she's totally not even my type and I never met the woman, right? That's what he kept saying. If that's what you're going to say, if this is your defense, then for the love of me, why would you not know what the woman looks like when you see her in the picture? The one picture, the one piece of evidence that your legal defense team has in its possession, right? Through discovery, you get the picture. You're like, this is a picture of you and your then wife, Ivana, and you're palling around with your accuser and her husband at the time, this proves that you know her. So we have to address this this photo. How is it that you came to be gaily conversing, happily chatting, let's say, with this with this couple? How did that happen? Tell me the circumstances, right? Whatever. But also, for my sake, you don't say that the woman looks like your second wife. (laughs) Because that then blows up your argument that she's not your type. Right? I don't understand the strategy. Was there a strategy? Did you talk to your client about this before he sat for that deposition? Because when Trump got presented with the photograph, he identified Carol as Marla Maples. Marla Maples, his second wife that he found so attractive that he divorced his first wife. And you remember how he divorced her? He dropped the, like he, he leaked it to the press and then he dropped the uh, the newspaper on the bed when he went down 
to get his uh, breakfast so his wife Ivana would see it. E. Jean Carroll had no forensic evidence. The one coat, don't know what color, may have been blue, not sure, but the one coat that she might have, that may, that may have had his DNA on it, she did not preserve it. She had two witnesses from that time contemporaneously corroborating to say that she had told them at the time that Trump had raped her. And, th- and that is, those are good pieces of evidence, by the way, like for, especially if you're bringing a, a, an old case like this, if you told somebody at that time, unlike, say, um, Christine Blase Ford, right? The one who accused Kavanaugh, she had zero contemporaneous witnesses, right? As did all of the other women that all of a sudden remembered that, oh, that's right. Yeah, he was running these uh, gang rape parties, and I never told anybody about it, and I kept going to the parties. Right. Um, no contemporaneous witnesses. She had she had two. And she managed to get the judge to permit two other Trump accusers and the Access Hollywood case <laughs> or, or the, the tape to get that into evidence. Oh, and by the way, I believe the lawyer for Carol was married by the judge. So there's there's definitely a lot of grounds here to appeal, no doubt. But according to Dasher at uh, Washington Examiner, Carol's case was not great. But Trump didn't even try to combat what evidence she did have. Right? Judicial bias could serve as a potential uh, rationale for appeal, um, as well as some of the stuff that got admitted, some of the stuff that was not admitted. But if you do get the second shot on appeal... Again, for the love of me, don't identify the woman, your accuser in the photo, as not your type, but also Marla Maples, your second wife. It's just not, it's not a good strategy. Oh, hey, real quick, before I forget, Carolina Readiness Supply is prepping for its annual Heritage Life Skills event. It's coming up in July, and you can learn how to be better prepared and self-sufficient in the event of any emergency. Things like homesteading, canning, water storage, radio communications, herbal remedies, home defense, fermenting vegetables, all sorts of stuff. This is what Carolina Readiness Supply does. For beginners all the way to the most experienced preppers, Carolina Readiness Supply can help. Get your tickets now at carolinareadiness.com. That's carolinareadiness.com. Veteran-owned Carolina Readiness Supply. Will you be ready when the lights go out? Got an email here from Jim who says, Santos is a serial liar. He said he is Jewish and identifies as gay. So who could attack him? That's a fair question. Uh, let me go over here to the phones. Here's Randall. Welcome to the program. Hello, Randall. Yeah, Pete, Pete, Pete. How you doing today, Pete? Hey, I'm all right. How are you? All right. You got re- you got good recall on what you uh, normally say on your show? I'd, I'd like to think so. Okay. You remember you said that the Republicans didn't care about character anymore? Uh, I think that's a twisting of what I said, but go ahead. Okay, well, you know, you said that. But no, no, no. All right, well, Randall, then hang on a second. I said, I said, that's a twisting of what I said, but go ahead. You you refused to go ahead. You wanted to rehash it. You wanted to go over it. So let's go over it first before we get to your point. So what I initially said was, none of that stuff matters anymore. The character doesn't matter anymore. So charges of hypocrisy carry no purchase. I've said that for years. So yes, Randall, 
I know what I said because I say these things often. I make them. I make the points repeatedly. What you're doing is twisting it because you would like to preface whatever stupid comment you're about to make with that as if you've caught me somewhere somehow. So now proceed to uh, lay your I trap. I, I, I don't understand why you feel like you are so important for me to have to trap you. You called me, Randall. You called me, and it doesn't – no, it's not a matter of feeling important. It's a matter of you trying to trap me with word games. Uh, let me tell you Yeah. Something, no, no, Randall, I don't have to let you tell me anything. Listen, listen to me for a minute. I don't have to Donald listen to Trump, you either. Donald Trump is basically Suge Knight, and the Republican Party is the death row uh, music folks because basically he started out great and now he's imploded. And mm-hmm. you on the radio defending this dude. How did I defend him? How did I oh, defend well, him? Hey, 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 well, you know, giving, giving suggestions on how he could lie more. How did I? Uh, is, is that what I did? Is that what you heard me do? More. Is that what you heard me do? The whole what was the lie? Hang on, Randall. Let's let's hang on, Randall. Let's go through this. What was the lie I told him to say? Oh man, it's, you know, don't don't say that um, such and such. Uh, I, I wouldn't be with this person because of this, and then and then go and marry a lady that looks like him or, or, or what have you. Those little innuendos that you. It's do. not an innuendo. I said I don't understand the Trump team's strategy. If your if your defense is going to be that this woman is not your type, so you would not have attacked her, but then you mistake her for your second wife. That's a problem, Randall. Are you going to vote for Donald Trump? Are you voting for? Why would I? Why? why, I don't have to make any kind of a decision on that right now because he's not the nominee. You haven't even made. You haven't made a decision. No. If he's the nominee, are you going to vote for him? Probably not. I didn't vote for him the last two times. Okay. All right. Oh, all right. Oh, so what? So what? no, hang on a second. Now, what does that mean? So what? So you thought that I was all to, I was in the tank for Donald Trump all this time, and now you just realize that I haven't voted for him, and so now what? No, no. What? What you're probably like what? Are, are all those voters that went and said they didn't vote for Trump, but did vote for Trump. So the oh yeah, that makes out. sense. I would to- that, that makes total sense. Mixed up. Oh yeah, no, Randall. That's that's perfectly logical. I would get on the air at WBT, and I would say that I didn't vote. For Donald Trump. And I got on the air up in Asheville and I told that that conservative audience that I didn't vote for Donald Trump. And I had them beating me up for almost a year uh, during the primary. I would do that and then secretly go in and vote for Trump. I would take all of the crap that I take and then vote for him in secret. That makes perfect sense, Randall. That's not beneath you. No, that that makes no sense, Randall. Are you I mean, I mean, is this an act? Is this an act that you're putting on? You gotta be kidding me. No. Gotta, I know I'm gotta, serious. Like I mean you seriously. Gotta, you, gotta, you gotta listen to your own show one day and then you'll figure out what I'm talking about. I know, Randall, I don't think I can because uh not that I can't listen to my own show. I, I have, but I can't figure out what it is that you're arguing because it's so illogical. It doesn't make any sense at all. I think you're very blinded. No, I think listen, you're blinded. When you say that, listen to me for a second. Okay, let me tell you the whole point. When you say that the Republican Party really doesn't care about character anymore. I said everyone doesn't, Randall. Nobody does. No, 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 you did not. Absolutely I did. Oh, my God. See, now you're changing your story. You're twisting it again. I said it doesn't carry any purchase. You're done. You are so done, Randall. I think, are you an idiot? Seriously. I, I mean, I have to an- I have to ask, and I hate asking. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's to quote Dennis Miller. Imagine waking up and having to be that guy. Holy smokes! <laughs>
I know exactly what I said. I've said it for a very, very long time. I said it to you on one occasion, and apparently you still don't understand what it is that I've communicated to you, which is that obviously character doesn't matter in politics. And that goes across the board, whether it was Bill Clinton, whether it's Joe Biden, spent the first hour talking about the Biden crime family, and I noticed Randall didn't have any thoughts on that matter, but the mere mention of Donald Trump trips that trigger. Oh, my goodness. You're blinded, Randall. You're blinded. 